Welcome to where the weird ones are. Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. Powerful figures in Hollywood as well as powerful politicians or in fact not human. Are they reptiles or they're lizards or perhaps extraterrestrials? Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Let's get weird. What's up, you fucking weirdos? Welcome to another episode of Where the Weird Ones Are. My name is Kevin, but you probably already knew that, and if you didn't, well, now you do. Today's episode is with Lights at Midnight Podcast. This is the second time they have joined me. Uh, we talk about some weird shit. Uh, we talk about astral projection. We talk about astrology. Uh, we talk about possession. So Chastity has a story to tell about a gentleman that she knew that was possessed and she had tried to rid him of his possession. So she tells us that story. Emily tells us a bit about astral projection, her meditation, and Bigfoot is real, bro. She met him in person in the astral realm. So that is interesting. Um... What else did we talk about? We talked about astrology. I learned a little bit more about astrology because I always like to learn new shit. And I think the more... The day that we think that we know everything... I forgot where I was going with that. My mind just went blank. You know how ADHD works? If you don't, that was a really good example of that. I forgot exactly in the mid middle mid sentence. I completely forgot what the fuck I was saying. Anyways, uh, anyways, uh, it's always good to learn. It's you, you cons constantly intake it. We constantly intake information, and sometimes it just goes in one ear and out the other. So when you get a chance to actually um, retain information, especially information that is interesting or that's not, um, stupid, I guess would be the word. <laughs> um, but anyway, so if you don't know, uh, Emily is the woman that I'm working on, uh, my comic book with. Uh, I'm still writing it, so I haven't even turned it over to her yet for her to start working on it. But she's working on my t-shirt designs, which if you are on my Instagram, you would see the new t-shirt design that uh, she just uh, gave me. Uh, so, 
if you have any graphic design needs, definitely hit her up. She goes by the Fine Art Medium. Uh, she has a link tree on her Instagram. So just go there and wherever you want to uh, get her, uh, she'll, she's a super friendly, wicked nice. I will also say this. <clears throat> so they did a past life regression and they found three. Uh, Emily had found uh, three past lives um one of them um i was murdered in so i found that interesting i always thought that i was like i don't know i, I always feel like i don't know if it's just because i'm a man i'm a masculine man so that like i think that i'm tough or something or like it's my ego but i feel like i was like very like ruthless in one of my lives where I just killed the shit out of people. I might have been a murderer. I don't know. I just feel like I'm capable of like this extreme violence. Although I have never, well, I've been violent in my past, <clears throat> in, in this life's past, but not to an extreme of, you know, trying to kill somebody. So. Although we do know, I've told you that uh, before in one of the episodes that mm, the only person I've tried to kill is myself. Don't want to do that. It's not good. You don't realize the hole you will leave behind. And you don't know. It's, it's, this, this life is, I don't, you know what? If you're if you're still here and you've contemplated, man, I'm so proud of you. That's where I'm going to go with this. I'm so proud that you are still here and I hope you continue to be here because like I said, man, you don't know the hole that you're going to leave behind. And I'm sorry that I went on uh, that this has become this avenue that I've taken this road on this intro, but seriously, like you are enough, you are worthy, you are meant to be here. I promise you that. I I know um I know it might seem dark and stormy right now, but with every storm with with every dark with with darkness there is light. Um and getting through the storm makes you appreciate the sunshine that much more. So I appreciate you for being here. Um I love you, and I think you're doing a phenomenal job. I was going to say fantastic, but I changed it to phenomenal. Uh, so anyways, if you guys want to talk about some weird shit, paranormal experiences, maybe you encountered a cryptid, you want to talk about some conspiracies, you know, lizard people and shit like that, uh, definitely hit me up at where the weird ones are at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram where I am extremely active, which is where underscore the weird ones are. And I want to give a shout out to Farah at the conversation cabin, dude. She is fucking killing it over there, man. Also, Mrs. Spooky Vicky, um, I appreciate you just being you. And I am so glad that you have gotten through your dark days and you are continuing to try and shine your light. And everybody here, everybody that I know that has talked to you and has um, had you 
has met you and stuff has nothing but nice things to say about you and um i just want you to know that even though we don't have never met in person you are appreciated so um who else do i want to shout out uh weirdsdale that's a good podcast you should listen to that they talk about um i believe it's true crime if i remember correctly i've been i've been listening off and on and uh three siblings walk into a bar that's another one that i enjoy listening to also a true crime so with anywho uh, also <laughs> also check out fucking lights at midnight if you haven't already i know i fucking i really enjoy it um they just released one uh, on the monday today today's monday well, this is what I'm recording. Today's Monday that I'm recording this, but it's May 15th and they just released a new episode. So definitely go check that out, please. I beg you. Um, but anyways, if you guys want to support this show, please like subscribe. If you would like to leave a five star review, I would appreciate it. You don't have to. Not a big deal. Um, if you don't mind it. Um maybe leave a comment on the youtube or whatever just let me know what you think um but other than that get give everybody a follow mrs spooky the conversation cabin uh three siblings walk into a bar weirdsdale uh one nothing that's a good one uh that's a w o n um and haunts podcast and then lights at midnight and You'll get to hear these two lovely ladies who I enjoy talking to, and I absolutely adore them. They are lovely, absolutely lovely. I could probably I could probably talk to them for days, honestly. So um, anyways, I hope you guys enjoy. I'm sorry that this intro was a bit longer than most. So with that, I hope you guys have a good day. And stay weird. They're coming to get you, Barbara. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where the Weird Ones Are. I have a returning guest here, Emily and Chastity from Lights at Midnight Podcast. Um, and I'm really excited to talk to them. So Chastity and Emily, say hi to everybody. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Well, it's lovely to have you guys on again. Um, I really enjoyed our last discussion and uh i think i'm gonna enjoy this one uh for anybody who doesn't know um 
this I'm recording this. I record a lot of the, these uh, uh, earlier than I put them out. And we're actually recording before their first episode comes out and it's coming out this Wednesday. Um, but uh, you've heard me talk about uh, the comic book that I'm working on. And Emily is the illustrator and the one who is helping me uh, create uh, t-shirt design. So I just want to let you know that this is the Emily. This is the fine art medium. Yes. So. <laughs> I'm super excited about it. I started writing the um, the script for it, so I'm about five pages in right now. So we'll see how it turns out. I hope uh, you like it as well, and I hope that the, the what I write is a good visual for you to make uh, <laughs> make the art for it. So, anyways, so um, to get into it, I I wanted to talk to Chastity about uh, a possession story that she had. And I don't, we never, we never got into it. We actually were, we ran, I think we might've ran over two hours when I had them on. Uh, so we ha ended up having to, to cut it short before I could ask her. So Chastity, if you don't mind indulging on your uh, possession story, I would love to hear it as well as everybody else. Sure. Okay. So I'm going to make this as brief as possible because my story is like time lapsed over about 15 years and really I don't think your story ever ends when you experience something like that um basically my future husband was my boyfriend uh I was dating him from the time I was like 14 and then we separated around 27 um you know first couple of years we never really got to go to each other's house you know we were super young he was two years older than me and I know that by the time I made it to like 15 I had a friend that had a license and I'm like all right we're gonna go up here we're gonna see him and his friends and we're gonna go to this haunted road okay it's called Payne Road and supposedly if you push uh, or put your car or drive your car over the bridge and you stop it or whatnot it can be pushed off or you'll have radio interference or something like that there was a murder house I think and um, this guy supposedly murdered his wife and baby um, and that's kind of the brief lore I guess you could say so we're 15 I think we're eight we ranged from the age 15 to 18 17 and uh, we all get in my friend's car, including his three friends. So we have six people in a vehicle, you know, that's how we ride up, you know, when we're teenagers and stuff. And we go out to the road and it was real eerie. Nothing really happened. I think, I think the radio did do a little static or something. And, you know, we know that could be like some type of interference at some point, but at that age, we weren't really sure. We get back um, and pretty much everything's fine. We just leave and on the way back home because he lived a county above me so we had to drive 30 minutes to get back home I was in the back my friend was in the front driving and then we had another friend in the passenger seat huh well pretty much uh started feeling like this something behind me like something was literally trailing the car and I never really had this type of experience before Mind you, I've already released the location. It's not a secret. It's Stokes County, North Carolina. It's known um, like the neighboring town is Madison Dry Goods Store. So if anybody ever seen 28 Days Haunted, whole area has Native American roots, um, war, all kinds of stuff, like really rich history. And we did an actual whole entire episode on 
this place is also known for the Lawson Family Massacre, which is like a nationwide, I think it happened, Emily, wasn't it 1929, something like that? Something like that. I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I normally know, but now I'm, of course, losing my times here. But yeah, it was in the 1920s, I think, and he murdered his whole family on Christmas. Oh. Um, yeah, and it was still a mystery as to why he did it. And they have a museum at the Madison Dry Goods store with the Charlie Lawson stuff because that is the funeral. It was a funeral home. First, it was a hotel. Then it was a funeral home. Now it's like a store you can go, a little country store and get all kinds of stuff in. And they okay. very much cater to the spooky side. Yeah. I think you so, told a, a little bit about this on uh, the the, fir the first time you were on, but continue. <laughs> okay. So pretty much this area is known for all of that kind of stuff. And then, you know, I feel that thing behind me and that's when everything started. So moving forward, I think I was about between the ages of 15 or well, 16 and 17. I started to be able to go up and visit him. We'd hang out outside and stuff. And he started telling me stories about how, him and his friends, like a lot of people had seen this black shadow, like, you know, running around the yard because his parents, they were very uh, strict Christians mm -hmm. and he was not, I'll put it to you that way. He did teenage stuff. He didn't want them to know about, so or didn't care they know about. He'd go outside and do his <laughs> thing. You know what I'm saying? So um, him and his friends would be sitting out there and something literally just fell in my room. I'm not joking. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, this perfect just, timing. <laughs> forewarning, like I I did this story on Emily's channel, but it was a two hour ordeal. And yeah. me and Emily afterwards, even though I, I'm nowhere near as um uh, fearful or anything like that, when you have something, I'm trying to get off track here, but I'm just warning. Yeah. When you have something this powerful in this much part of your life, it really can um come back at any time and it's like almost energy tunnels yes <laughs> and when you start talking about it things will start happening like i even feel cold now too and i'm not even trying to exaggerate here like no bs no bullshit mm -hmm. um it was like last time when you guys were on my my siri popped up talking to me oh Re yeah. you remember that no i'm, I'm sorry i don't <laughs> i do <laughs> horrible memory we were talking about Annabelle or whatever, and I was talking about how stupid the doll looked or whatever, and, and mm -hmm. Terry was like, hey, that's not nice. Yeah, that's 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 uh, scary territory. I got one of those stories, too, but we'll I'll save that for another day. Okay. But um, pretty much, I ended up seeing this thing, mm -hmm. right? And he started telling me about, like, emotional traumas and everything that they had went through and ended up... Um, his mother and father ended up having some type of emotional fallout and they'd been together for 20 years and his mother ended up starting to lose touch with reality. Like, um, you know, keep in mind, we've been seeing this thing, you know, move back and forth across the yard. And it almost is like, kind of like a zigzag static. It'd go like that. And it was like lightning fast. And matter of fact, we'd see it at this house next door that was abandoned. It was like an old creepy well in the back, too. Oh, wow. So we thought, yeah, we thought maybe it had something to do with the house um, next door. But we wasn't really sure. So once this happened, I was 17 and a half. I was working. I had graduated high school early and um, ended up moving in with him because his dad moved out. His mom was sick, having like basically a nervous breakdown. 
and um, they needed help. We both worked the same job. And um, yeah, that's when stuff started really happening, like really, really happening. Mm -hmm. So probably two weeks after I moved in, ended up coming across this puppy, got the puppy. And I made a little like chicken wire pen out for it because it wasn't very big outside while we were at work for five hours. Well, that night she had her house and everything. And hey, that night it started to get really cold and started to snow. So when we got home from work, I ended up coming outside or going around the house, getting the pup. And it was already creepy. Like we're already creeped out. And um, I ended up, let's see, knocking. I ended up telling Anthony that, you know, I need you to come open this door. Do not leave me outside, okay? Do not leave me outside with this thing. Go around the house, grab the puppy, and then I hear crunching in the grass. It's like, and then it goes, and he didn't come to the door right away. Like, I'm standing there, so I start beating on the door. When it got up to me, it literally makes, like, the grudge sound. It's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I got cold chills even thinking about it. <laughs> and his mother, that's already like, she was working at a place where she gave out samples, okay? And she was she was determined that this man named Cedric Gray was following her. So she had triggered the, like, schizophrenia we had thought. Um, and she didn't really go to the doctor until later on about it. We were taking care of her. It was a really tough time. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't want to go into too many personal details, but the way they split up, something wasn't right. Like something was not right. So moving on about three days later, I, I had this thought in my mind. I don't, I was 17. I don't know why I said this to this woman and it wasn't nothing negative, but thinking back now, knowing what I know, probably should have never mentioned it, but there's a reason for everything. Okay. So she was washing dishes, you know, she still could do her daily functions, but she just lived in this like illusion world. And we're like, you know, so um helping her put away the dishes as she dries them you know i'm putting them up and i'm like you know so and so I about said her name but um you know that two or three nights ago i was outside and i heard what i explained to you and when i made the sound i'm like it was so weird because it, was, it made the sound like oh as soon as i did that this woman's five foot tall okay i'm five seven i'm not super tall but i'm not five i'm not intimidated by like a 55 year old five foot tall woman that right. changed real fucking fast like real fucking fast because as soon as i said that she literally it was almost like if she could have stand stood up on her tiptoes okay and she got real close to me just like this and her eyes darkened and her teeth she was just like like that she just and yeah. she screamed at me and false tongues or like another language that she don't speak so it's a what i know now about that is a demonic language um that in when you have people that do deliverances in certain christian religions this is what i've, I've come to understand you know in certain christian religions they speak in tongues okay mm -hmm. well think about that but in a demonic way demons and demonics they actually uh, they will speak a certain language when it comes to possessions and stuff i didn't really understand all that then all i know is i mean she just she come at me bro and i was like god almighty i just like screamed i was like ah! <laughs> <laughs> and i run through the house and i throw the dishes on the couch and uh, i was looking for my uh 
boyfriend at the time and he had ended up being in the bathroom. He was taking a piss. I didn't care. I just went and grabbed him and I was like, your mom's fucking crazy. I think she's fucking possessed. You know, like, oh my God, what just <laughs> happened? It was, it was, uh, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. It, it changed my life. Oh, I like bet. that. Yeah. And of, of course we, after we come to understand that I'm a firm believer in people having medical problems. I'm a firm believer in mental health, but I think there is a fine dividing line between mental health and the paranormal, whether that's in the form of the person actually creating thought forms or picking up attachments or just having, you know, negative energy around. There's so much to unpack in that situation, you know, but in this situation, something did not seem right. It took a long time for her to get better. And there would be times that she would slip back and forth, but the paranormal activity didn't stop. Yeah. It just didn't stop. And um, I mean, we, she ended up moving out. The husband and wife, his parents got back together and we were left living in that house. And I actually ended up purchasing, it was a trailer actually. Let me just get that right. I purchased uh, the trailer from his parents and yeah i mean the house i call it uh the hensdale hell house and it's not the hensdale house i just call it the hensdale hell house house from hell because yeah. we ended up going through so many things like i started getting attacked um i actually lost my great grandmother which triggered an extreme depression and that's when i started too much yep you know and uh just partying i mean i was in college I was working a job like I still did everything I was supposed to. I didn't ever wake up in the morning and need a beer or anything like that. I just partied at night. I partied hard like I went hard, you know. So knowing what I know now, it's probably not the best dealing with a haunting situation. But like I said, I was all this was like right around the time ghost hunters would come out. And I was yeah. all into it because I, <laughs> I had so many paranormal experiences that, um, you know, I just wanted answers. And I did that for a very long time. And I'm sure a lot of people listening now, they really can relate to this because if you've been into the paranormal for a while and you're having these paranormal experiences, you, for the most part, guarantee that you're looking at this stuff for answers. And the problem is you rarely ever find them. <laughs> it's right. like a constant cycle of like, oh my God, what was that? And now I can't even watch hardly any of it anymore because it's cheesy. Yes. Yep. If I'm, yeah, if I'm going to watch anything, it's it's going to be something that has some substance to it, you know, so, but I was watching stuff like that and everything, and then that's when I started getting physically attacked, um, and like emotionally attacked, I'd see black blobs and shadows in my room, I know at some point I started waking up with three scratches on me, I would close my eyes and see like um, faces, like the same three faces, I mean, it wouldn't be every single night, but I would see the same three faces switching. I had no idea at that time that I had psychic abilities. And I know some and people, you know, that's just one of the telltale signs is like you're more sensitive if you have these things happen. And it's true. Like, it's really true um, unless you have some type of medical condition. At that point, that all had been ruled out from me. There was nothing like that. Um, it beat me down. It, it did a lot of things. It caused a lot of arguments in my relationship. It caused a lot of things that negative entities do, you know, just without getting extremely into it. And I mean, we suffered quite a bit with that. Um, my husband at the time, 
he ended up having the same issues. He was never physically touched, but he would see stuff all the time. And I mean, it was just overwhelming. It really attacked our emotions. It really, you know, we would see things and stuff and it would be real creepy. Like I would hear the craziest shit outside, like things you wouldn't even think of. I mean, I know one time his cousin saw something he went and called it out they were all partying and stuff he's like oh big man come on get you some let's let's see you this thing like nine foot tall literally he says walked up to him with red glowing eyes and they were out in the car and he run back to the car jumped in the car and locked the door so this thing was no joke like it, it was no joke um and at least 20 people at this point had seen something and no, we wasn't taking hallucinogenic drugs, okay? <laughs> so I'm serious. <laughs> um, we thought we it ended up actually splitting us up, in my opinion, like between our problems and stuff and then the pressures of that. And like, when you have these types of issues, it tends to create illusion in your life. It tends to create problems really where there shouldn't be or things you can't, can't process and work things out like you normally should. And that's a common sign of something evil being in your life trying to ruin your marriage i mean and it, there's pl when you have like the criteria if you meet the criteria mm. now i'm not saying that's always the case for people that split up but i just want to be very clear about that right so i ended up um splitting up with him and everything and got back together you know i had kids and things kind of settled down but ultimately no and that's when me and him finally split up when i was 28 or 27 and I ended up getting into another relationship with my current fiance. Um, and I was still in touch with my ex because we have children together and we tried to do the friend thing. He ended up having another uh, girlfriend and all that stuff. And she was rotten. Like she brought something in. But we realized, too, one thing I've left out is his brother used to practice um, not just Satanism, but he was like a devil worshiper. Like, and he did rituals when he was 16 and stuff. And we feel like that. In it, that um, house? Uh, I don't know if it was in that house or uh, not. I don't think so. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. He did it in the woods next to the house. Uh, yeah. For sure. And even the people, I did leave this out too, because I'm trying to paraphrase. I sorry. I'm sorry. But um, the neighbors would have to see stuff too. Like we'd see orbs and all kinds of stuff. Like, and I won't get into what happened to one of my neighbors at this point because it's a very sensitive subject. Let's yep. just say that um, he was no longer with us, an older mm -hmm. man. Um, and then I feel like overall people in the area were suffering from it. But yeah, we ended up, you know, moving away from that area. Things were okay. We would still, I still saw stuff like no matter where I go, you know, and I just kind of put it off, put it off. Um, and then right around the age of 30, like I said, we were hanging out and chilling. His brother came back into the picture and moved in with my ex-husband with that girl there. And then that's when things started happening again. Like uh -huh. in, yeah, in my ex-husband's house, you know, we're still, we still have like an energetic tie. We have children together. You know, he's a huge part of my life. I was with him for 14 years. Yeah. And um, yeah, things started happening again, especially once the brother left on bad terms. I do not think the brother still does what he did when he was a teenager. But once you open that door and you do not close it, I mean, you have to you have to try to close it. And even if you do, it doesn't mean anything. Whatever follows you around, it, it spreads out. That's yes, it's like an, sure. an infection. It's like an infection. And yeah, that's when things started happening with my ex-husband. And he went through the same thing his mother did. Like, 
14 or 15 years prior. Oh, no. Mm hmm. And this is when it started to kind of happen again. And that's kind of how I ended up. Um, I He ended up leaving that house because I'll put it to you this way. Things were making noises and stuff. And I didn't believe him at first. I'm like, he's kind of lost it. But when he started living in that kind of fantasy world and thought this, that and the other, that is when I realized, OK, I need to go over there. And this is when I had started my journey, my awakening and like really honing in on my abilities like just a little bit just a tiny bit mm -hmm. um that's when like when he left that night we got everything out of the house and I said you're not to follow my family you're not going to follow my family at all and uh you're not to come just leave us alone that shit was going down the fucking walls like it was I mean it was almost like it was in his closet but it was like beat on the floor just up and then like watch me bitch well watch me bitch it come home with me I believe it was connected to the same thing because it's never been put to bed right it's never been fucking laid to rest you know what I'm saying so I mean I had to deal with that you know, I saw it manifest in my room after this. Um, it tried. I know it tried to possess me and it did influence me. I was under influence because of the stuff that I was doing. And it took me a long time to realize that. It took mm -hmm. me so long to kind of really, you know, realize that. And overall, I've had it. It's an ongoing situation, but really the finale to it. I've, I've cut a lot out. I've tried to keep it brief. But the finale to this is. He finally gets better after some time and um, same place he lived. It was in a trailer park, three houses up. We had a friend there that lived there when my mom actually did. And I went over with her one day to visit because we were family friends. And the son, about five years younger than me, roughly, um, they found out that and this is now this is like a year ago. They found out that I have abilities and they're like, well, what do you see in my house? And I'm like, I don't want to ask that question <laughs> because everything that just happened was literally 75 feet from where they live. Yeah. So, yeah. Anybody that knows anything about paranormal, it's not always contained to just one dwelling. It can, you know, like ha it has a radius, basically, that it can function in or even through space time. It just depends on what it is. Right. Well, I start to pull in. I, I close my eyes. I start to pull in and I start to see like a goatish looking evil thing. And they hadn't told me anything. And I'm like, I'm starting to see, you know, this goat entity with a long, you know, people would relate it to Baphomet, but I don't think it was Baphomet at all, honestly. Well, the, so Baphomet has been used to, uh, um, to further the uh the evil narrative but from what i've heard he's not really evil or good he's more like neutral i will say this baphomet when you look in terms of I'm trying to get too sidetracked because this is the finale here okay? right right but <clears throat> baphomet from my this is my perspective they they do they do say that but the one thing that I personally have an issue with is they say that Baphomet is the baptism with fire. Okay. okay. So it's a purifying thing. Right. Yep. And like, it's great. Well, the only problem for me is, is like, you know, I work with 
Jesus Christ. Like that's me. I'm not a Christian, but I work with Christ's energy. Have no problem saying that. Um, there's all kinds of energy you can work with. I chose that because of my personal path and what I had happened to me when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Um, and the only thing I have an issue with is also to the Holy spirit, which is what comes in and cleanses you is a baptism with fire. So, and when you think of that good versus evil, it is a mockery of the Trinity. Okay. And that's my biggest problem with it. That's just me. Um, I I don't think a lot, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but I mean, I'm sure a lot of people do if you study it, but people just getting into this, I, I want that to be known because you need to really do your research. You know, I don't, I might disagree with some people's beliefs, but I'm not going to be like, you know, like Jessica, she works with both sides. I personally don't, but I love Jessica. You know, I love her. She's a great person. I'm not going to be a hater, but I'm, I mean, that's just my, my personal opinion and belief. Yeah. So when you think about it and you, you know, about the history, they, they say that it tries to mock and do all kinds of things. You can kind of get into things that you just got to be careful and do your research. I'll leave it that. Um, But yeah, so sitting there and I start to tell them what I'm seeing back to the finale. And all of a sudden um, I say it and the mother's like, oh my God, it's that, it's that demon. I was like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sorry, (laughs) I'm not trying to make light of this, but it is kind of funny. And then, you know, that was just like, oh. And then the son sitting over here in the corner is like, just goes into a emotional panic. And I'm like, fuck, fuck. Don't ask if you're not ready to receive. Right, exactly. What I was seeing. And keep in mind, I was 75 feet from where that thing was beating on the walls and shit. Well, you know, so I'm, I'm trying to calm them down. I'm like, look, it's okay. And then they're just, they're in a tizzy. So then that's like, look, he's, he's literally crying now at this point. Like he's really, he's slightly autistic. You would not know this. I do know this about this, this guy. He's slightly autistic, highly functionable, but he does have some emotional triggers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I will say this and I, cause I want to be completely transparent. I don't want to make it out to be something, ugh, you know, but this is where this is where the lines kind of blur for me. So I, I was like, can I walk through your house? Because I just felt a certain way where I was. I was fine. But I'm like, can I walk to your bedroom? The, the guy, he's like, yeah, sure. As I'm in the living room and I start to walk through that hallway, the pressure starts increasing. And mind you, I'm fairly strong in my abilities at this point. Like I'm solid, not as solid as I thought I was, but I, I was like to a degree. At right. this point. And I'm walking through like, air water at this point is pushing me back like don't don't do it bitch don't come back here I walk directly to his bedroom go in his bed and his bed literally his bed is like the epicenter for energy now I'm very well aware of thought forms and how they can manifest how you can manifest things literally with your mind through your fears and all that you know I'm like taking everything in consideration here but I'm like look let's just let's try to show him that it's okay I'll pray for you you know let's bring in God's love and light. Let's put this ball of energy around you. Let's calm down. And I'm like, come on back here. We're going to pray and get this, you know, get this energy moved out, trying to calm him down. But I also believe in that, you know, I believe that it would help soothe the situation. No, um, it intensified it tremendously. And oh. this is where 
you kind of throw all your shit out the door type stuff um <laughs> this is where you you realize like wow this shit's really 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 happening it's really really real mm. um I start to pray for him put my hand on his shoulder and I start praying all of a sudden he's like oh my god I've got to go to the bathroom and I'm like okay I'm thinking he's had to take a tinky and a yeah. no 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 he starts literally having a big number two like like you can hear it throughout Whoa. the house like he is expelling shit and I'm like this is not good I go back in the room after he's done because I was standing in his room the bathroom's next so I thought he was tinkying no 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 I just left so I go back in his room give him his privacy and um there's a box with like this is really weird and I don't know if he did this honestly or this was part of what was happening but there was a box with a G.I. Joe that wasn't there before two G.I. Joes one was standing up and one was laying down I'm like did you do this he's like no and I'm like Hmm. I didn't believe him. I was like, bullshit, bullshit. You did this. Come on. All right. All right. Let's start this again. Start praying for him. And all of a sudden I feel like he wants to attack me. Like if he could scratch my eyeballs out, he wow. would tear them out of my face. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And I'm like, do you want to hurt me? And he's just standing there like solemn, just like this. And he's like, no but he does. And I was like, <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right, I'm done with this shit. I'm not playing anymore. I'm like, let's get out of here. We got to go. And that whole air, I'm getting cold chills. And that whole hallway had two rooms and a bathroom. So in that whole hallway was like engulfed in this just thick energy. And I felt if we could get out of that energy at the very, very, very least, it would try to calm down because this time I didn't really understand a hundred percent was what was going on. I had a pretty good idea. Now I've done enough research and just everything. I've really realized what happened. We got to the very last door in that hallway and he was, well, he was making it, but it wouldn't let him leave the hallway. And he turned into that room and he had his snake cage in there. He had a little corn or kind of a three foot long corn snake, adorable, cute. And he was standing there looking at it and he just started rocking back and forth. And he's like, nobody loves me. Nobody cares about me. I'm worthless. And I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Come on. He's like, I don't feel so good. And he just goes, wow. Hits the floor. Luckily, he's like six foot two, kind of skinny. I was able to actually grab him by his hoodie and help him lower down. Because if not, he would have went from this to wow and hit his head and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, mama mama now because she was cna so i'm screaming for my mother at this point you know naturally and like i'm on the floor and he's just out cold just done and i'm thinking he's having a medical episode like possibly but honestly i'm like shit's getting ready to get real but i i had a very minimal time to think my mom runs in there and she gets on the floor and she's like hey hey get up and all of a sudden he starts doing this and he just does a full revolution all the way around and I'm like mama get up bless her heart she couldn't get up fast enough I'm like mama get up mama get up mama get up and before she could this this guy he's small but he's tall he took one arm from a leg because he did a whole revolution took one arm and did this to my mother which is like two times bigger than him she flew back and hit the wall which isn't it's about five or six feet flew back and hit the wall holy shit and I was like 
oh fuck and when he did that when he did that he went from going i don't feel so good he went to starting to total voice change full-blown manifestation of the entity that was affecting him full-on possession holy shit never in my life this time it's been let's say all 17 then about 14 13 or 14 years since i've dealt with something like this and i'm proud to say i didn't run like a bitch i just started praying I told him Archangel Michael was going to come and I said and all kinds of stuff. And in the moment, I can't remember all I said, but I just started in on it. I really did. This thing, he could have got up off the floor at any time, but whatever was there with me, I say whatever, I know what was there. Whatever was there with me, it was, it was protecting us because his eyes, everything you're, when you have, when you see people like this, they get real, everything changes it wasn't super dark shadowed like before but i mean he was constant like this and he talks when he talks it's just like you know whatever and um i i, I started to realize i'm like i know who you are familiar spirit and this thing says to me i know who the fuck you are too bitch i'm like <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah so i'm like uh it was bad it was it was bad and it, it lasted for like two hours and when who are you gonna call i'm the fucking ghostbuster yeah i'm the fucking ghostbuster who am i gonna call right you know what i'm saying so like i had to sit there and i took a his mama coming there and we all started praying and stuff and i mean and, and he's having a full-fledged conversation with me because i'm going at it me and this guy that is not no longer this guy mm. is going at it i said archangel michael is coming for you right now and he's like the sword is falling he's it's really really weird shit holy fucking a i'm like you know and thinking back on it you see my face like it yeah. it still fucks with me but but it ultimately made me stronger in the end but yeah so his mama brings me a crucifix i take that crucifix and i go wow and i keep praying and he passes out again right yeah and um he he wakes up and he's like back to him kind of but he's real groggy and tired. he's like what happened I was, i'm so tired what happened you know and like he's talking just like this and you know we went from god ah, to that mm. you know i know people have multiple personality disorders but this this is some shit like if he was pretending then he needs to go work for the movies. Yeah. Because this shit was way too w wicked. Unfortunately, it happened again. Once he got back in his, uh, well, we went back into his mama's room and all sat on the bed. There was me, my mother, her uh, boyfriend, his mother, her boyfriend, and me. So it started in again and it was saying things like, God is dead. You know, there is no God. He can't save you. I mean, blasphemy, blasphemy, nasty laughing like <laughs> like really bad mockery just it was disgusting yeah. it was disgusting um and we took five at that point like he tried to start getting physical it took five of us to hold him down um the last thing we we were able to do this a hat this lasted for two hours we were able to get the bible out because at that time you know there's a lot of different practices and stuff but i do a lot of things in jesus's name and it works that's my that's my preferred method there's other ways I handle stuff, have an eclectic view, but um, there is a very strong power in Jesus' name, 100%. Yes. I'll never, I will never deny that. 
my whole entire life. And if you do that, if you don't think so, that's cool. I'm cool with it. But that's my my approach. Um, and finally, once we got the Bible out and we started reading the Lord's Prayer and like placed it on him, it stopped. And I hung around. I called some churches because I didn't know who to call because I'm like, he needs a fucking deliverance. And I was calling it exorcism. But at the end of the day, after doing tons of research and everything, he's fine. I don't know if that's happening again. The, the woman blocked me and all kinds of stuff. I did, I just prayed for her son. Did your yeah. light just fall over? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, I heard it. <laughs> it fucking busted too. Fuck. Oh, it's not busted. It's just the plastic part that came and strangely <laughs> i've been feeling like something's been standing right here you yeah for me on my side that's fun is <laughs> negative or positive it kind of just feels like it's it just feels heavy so it's probably not good oh no can you see see it chastity Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. I don't see things as much through screens as I do in my mind's eye. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I will sometimes, but at the same time too, though, if I have my defenses up, because like right now my defenses are up, I'm not, unless something happens physically here, I'm not going to see it because where I've been cutting my abilities on and off, unless it's, unless I know I'm working on something, I can block all that out now, which is a blessing. And I mean, but it doesn't take, but like, that to cut it back on yeah i just moved over there too but it could have been me um but yeah so haven't talked to the guy i do still get a really weird feeling around him and it's not because i'm scared of him it's just and i really think that it is tied to whatever was at the very least in that last house my ex-husband moved from it felt the energy felt familiar mm -hmm. um and i think you know that kind of concluded the fact that I started to understand what deliverance really is that, you know, some people have things seated inside of, for example, like we were talking about this um, in our upcoming episode, um, like your chakras and stuff. And people can actually have things that hide and or attach. You can have attachments like internally, externally, all kinds of ways. And it's more people maybe than you think. And people manifest a lot more than you think. And it comes through from trauma and emotions. And it's not always, in my opinion, a demon. Okay. Yep. Like I believe in all kinds of things. So you can have a parasite attached to you. You can develop thought forms. You can have lower demonics, you know, upper level demonics or devils, like, and all that's in between. Like, it's not just things that are created by like Native Americans, which would be a thought form, you know, and it, they all fall in different categories. I mean, unless I'm really working on a case, I don't give a fuck what its name is or whatever. I try to figure out enough about it so I know how to get rid of it. You know, they say there's power in the name and there there is a there is a truth behind that. But at the end of the day, if you're if somebody's having a deliverance, you don't need their name. <laughs> you don't need its name. And that's just in certain religions. You know, everybody has their own opinion. I'm not here to say anybody's wrong because we don't really fully know. We just have seen what works. Yeah. But ultimately, in a very small nutshell, that is my whole entire possession story. I do feel it with similar energy. Felt like even though Anthony still had his same problems and he still has problems to today, like my kids tell me stories and I'm ready to go up there and cleanse the house because mama don't play that shit. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll kick entity out from my house 
out of somebody else's house and can do it to a degree and a good degree. But one thing that people have to understand is, is like they have to make changes. Yes. If they don't make the changes, if you don't take the steps to secure yourself and better yourself and protect yourself, I can't protect you as well. I can make it stop, but you're going to keep bringing it back. What's up? You keep looking around, Emily. And hearing because something? I know I know what it is, but I also was hearing things outside, but I know exactly what it is and who it's from. Tell me. Well, I don't want to say it out loud on... Uh Let's just say it has to do with a certain person we were talking about this morning. Oh. Because he's, okay. they're messaging me again. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm out of the loop. Yeah, that's, this, a, that's we're okay. Issues. We're just having issues with somebody right now that, and it's not like big issues. It's just some cutting ties and they have some problems and their actions have led us to believe that they've not been honest and they do have something going on but the problem is um is they're not willing to work on them and they have treated us and some of us in not very nice ways and have been very demanding of our time and you know we believe in boundaries we believe in respect and we do everything that we can do to help people and just because we couldn't completely help somebody doesn't mean we're going to like that but if you're going to be disrespectful and not understanding of other people's boundaries and continually um borderline i'm not gonna say harass i'm gonna say borderline harass people into uh having your company you're gonna get cut the fuck off yes so we love everybody but we're gonna love Mm -hmm. this person from the distance okay yep understandable all right tits tits (laughs) i can literally it's just annoying me because i can feel it it's mm-hmm. so heavy and it just feels like a, the pestering of like, you need to do this. You need to do this. Why won't you do this? And it's annoying. Oh man. I'm I can sorry. hear it in my ear and it's my ears ringing. Oh, but yeah. take a moment, kick that shit out. If you, you have to, you, know, you need a minute. Need, yeah. I can I stop need, recording so you can deal with it real quick. I want to go get that sage spray. Yeah, could we take a moment so she can handle that? Is that okay? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because I keep getting distracted and it's... All right, so that was the break. That was a fun break. Did you get rid of um, your heaviness over there, Emily? I did. He went bye-bye. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So what um, experiences have you been experiencing as of recently, Emily? So I'll start with last night which is technically early in the morning today but because I didn't sleep I'm just gonna say it was last night but so before I went to bed Chas actually sent me an article about this dog that they found in Kensington kind of somewhat near where I live and pretty much some I I think it was a drug addict person I don't know what they were doing, but I think they were found dead and the dog was found with them. Um, And they had to revive the dog because I think the owner gave the dog drugs and they had to revive it with Narcan. Wow. It's, it's, uh, it's fucked. It's so (laughs) sad. But then last night I 
went on the Astro Rom and I actually met the dog and I'm like, oh my God, you're so cute. And it's like this little, I don't know if it's like a Bichon mix or something, but it was literally this big and it was so like sad and just wanted love. And so I just held it and gave it hugs. But um, yeah, I, I I love meeting animals on the Astro Rom. It's not something that happens often. Mm-hmm. But when it happens, I get excited. What what kind of animals do you uh, mainly come across on the astral realm? So it's funny. My dog, Ghost, he actually astral projects with me sometimes. Oh, no so way. He does. Um, I've come across squirrels, <laughs> uh, crows, and some other like, I think I've met a whale. <laughs> and trying to think what else I think there was a time where I met an elephant and I did see a this is crazy but I did see a dinosaur um so sometimes when I'm walking in the state forest around my area um I somehow just connect and I can kind of see like I don't know years and years and years in the past and that forest is always a trigger point. So I can see dinosaurs and things that were around like a hundred thousand years ago. It's so weird. Wow. And then um two days ago, I think, I think it was Friday night or Saturday, I forget. But I was channeling and um I was asking my guides about tulpas which if you don't know what they are, they're a thought form, but it's a kind of thought form that is usually purposely created. And it has to do with a good example would be like, let's say you're working on a book and you really want to bring a character to life. Well, if you put enough intention and thought into it, um, you can literally create a character. But the problem is the um, it takes on a dramatic sense of, emotions or just like personality so in that regard it kind of is then like a poltergeist that's been manifested on purpose in a way and so those things can become very dangerous and it's not something I really advise but so yeah I was asking my spirit guides about it but while I was trying to talk to them um Chastity's clients, one of the entities that is um, attached to them, tried to get in my face. And while that happened, I mean, um, it kind of like got in my face and was staring at me. And I'm just like, so Shiva, what would you do in this circumstance? And he grabs it in a chokehold by the neck and just like holds it away. And I was like, okay. (laughs) But then another thing came and I like to have like a sword on the Astrodome. That's like my weapon. That's like my favorite thing because I collect swords. And this other thing came and so I went, watch, and the neck and the head popped off and then it exploded with gold light. So that was fun. That's pretty interesting. So what do you do to make yourself uh, astral pre- project? Is it like a meditation or? Yeah, it's usually a meditation. You can do it when you're awake or when you're asleep. Um, I can do it both. I can do whenever I want, really. How long do you normally do it when you do? 
Um, it's different every time. So like if I'm doing it when I'm sleeping, it'll be the entire time I'm sleeping or if I'm meditating. So I do, my meditations are usually about one and a half to two to three hours. So That's I'll it. do that. Um, That's a long meditation. I know I like meditation so much. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what do you, do you like just focus on that? on the specific topic of astral projection while so you're meditating it depends what i want to do it for so if i want to speak to my guides i kind of just um blank out my mind and then put that an intention of speaking to my guides and then usually bam or if i want to go somewhere like if chas is like hey what do you see here then i'll do it and be like okay i see this this and this or like if I'm doing a psychometry reading, which is pretty much reading an object's energy and being able to get like any information off of it. So I can do that and based off an object. So practice, I'll usually have someone give me an object and I'm blindfolded because I don't want to know what the object is because mm -hmm. um, I don't want that to interfere with me trying to connect because if my brain starts like guessing what it is then it's kind of like it gets in the way so for example let's say they give me a pen I'll just hold it with my eyes closed or with the mask over my eyes and just concentrate on the energy and it'll take me wherever it's been oh wow yeah that's pretty neat mm -hmm. so it all depends so have you ever encountered anything that scared the shit out of you yes <laughs> i had this one client that i help occasionally and there was this time where i actually projected looking to see what the entity was mm -hmm. so i could help him get rid of it and well this person has a lot of things going on because they're also a medium they just don't know how to tap in correctly i guess and they're very new, so they're just learning. But so I remember I astral projected and it took me to my aunt's house. And I think it's because that's one of my comfort places. And it picks, sometimes negative entities will try to infiltrate your comfort areas because it's more disturbing and you have that insecurity kind of feeling. Mm -hmm. But so I remember just walking through her house and then it's like, in the corner I saw it but I didn't register it right away I was just like that's bright red and there's nothing usually bright red in her house and then I looked at it again and it was this red like this bright red entity and its smile was like this with really sharp teeth and it was freaky wow yeah did you did you have to uh like banish it so I went after it but it disappeared so I wasn't able to like go after it in that you know time mm -hmm. but i did banish it with candle work then and so that thing hasn't returned as far as i know oh that makes me think of like the cheshire cat of uh alice in wonderland but pictured on like a red demon thing right yeah <laughs> but the like uh the big grin and then the disappearing I was like, oh, yeah. that sounds like the Cheshire cat, but it's probably 10 times scarier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, I know we wanted to um, talk about 
um, astrology. So I wanted to ask um, what the what is the significance of your sun, your moon and your rising? Okay, so pretty much um, your sun sign is your personality like that is you all together. That is your just what you're known for. Okay, your moon sign is more of what's on the inside. And um, the sun sign is basically you, okay? The moon sign is your subconscious. So conscious, subconscious, because you have the sun is a masculine energy. The moon is a feminine energy. You have light, you have dark, you know, the whole duality perspective. <clears throat> and um, pretty much your rising sign is basically how the outside world will perceive you, how the outside influences will perceive you. So as you go through your life, the things you will encounter and stuff like that. And ultimately it gets a little, a little bit, bit more in depth, but astrology is a very hard um, hobby. It's, it's a hobby in a way. Yeah. It's a lifelong learning thing. So technically we have all the signs in our chart. Okay. So everybody in some way possesses some quality from every Zodiac, every planet, and every house so when you look at an astrology wheel it's 360 degrees you think of the center being earth you who you know or you and you have your natal chart so your date of birth place of birth um time of birth you can plug that into a chart it used to be done all on paper back in the day but we're blessed to have um you know help with all that now so you can use programs and figure it out. And what it does is it gives us an idea of where the planetary bodies, because it's also including asteroids um, and even like some archetypical points in the sky or even mathematical points in the sky, like your, um, you know, your ascending and descending. The ascending sign is the uh, ascend, what we were talking about. Then you have a descending. So everything kind of has an opposite in that. Um, way you have like a midheaven and you know the opposite on the bottom you have a vertex which is like a point in your chart that's destined and there's a you know like a retrograde vertex on the other side and that has to do with the a lot with the moon and stuff like that and where the moon was because you know the moon is moving kind of in and out and up and down too just like us so that's all kind of figured out with that so depending on where okay each planet has an archetypical quality so like venus or let's use mars for example uh, Mars is like action, you know, in a sense, and then war. So it has like, you know, the duality to yeah. it. And, you know, astrology is kind of, it kind of lays your life out. It is kind of your destiny in a way. Okay. So even though it still abides by free will. Okay. So let's say um, for, I'll use myself in this example, my moon sign so your moon sign where it's subconscious it tells a lot about your intuition and it's very um the moon is ruled by cancer for example um and if you go in the zodiac so the houses are one through 12 there's 12 zodiacs okay and it starts with aries and it ends with pisces so the houses the numbers of the houses are representative by different things so uh, the third house is uh, represented by Gemini, which is the house of communication and like, you know, just that kind of stuff. Like Mercury. Mercury is ruled by Gemini. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, which is currently in retrograde. 
which means uh, communication, which makes sense why Emily's having issues with communication right now with people from her past coming back. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. So wherever those placements are, whatnot, my moon for se, per se is in the 12th house in cancer, which is ruled by the moon. And it's the 12th house is like your highest spiritual connectivity, your innermost subconscious, like where you connect to the divine, where you connect to the spirit realm. And that is where my moon is. Okay. So, and my moon is already intuitive. Like it's a double, triple dose really of intuitiveness. And that's part of what makes me more apt to be more intuitive according to astrology, because the 12th house is ruled by Pisces, which is also a water sign because cancer and uh, Pisces are water signs. Water signs are known to be more empathic and all encompassing in a terms of being psychic. You know, like it's more of like an empathic ability, a natural ability to be able to tap into that world. Okay. a natural ability to be able to astral project to places. Like I just did this with my client uh, for her haunting. Like it showed me her room, her living room, described it all to her. And I did it really, really quick because my Mercury's in my 12th house too. <laughs> and it's, you have different aspects. So you have okay. sex type, you have soft, sex, uh, soft aspects and you have hard aspects. So soft aspects are like good flowing, positive energy, like a sextile or a trine. So a sextile is how many degrees it's apart. One planetary body to another is apart. Okay. And then, um, for example, the trine, you know, that's, I think that's 30 degrees. I get that backwards. I think sextile 60 and a trine's 30, or it might be backwards. Hard aspects are things like squares. So when you think about in nature, generally, it doesn't follow 90 degree angles. But when you have a square, it is two opposing planetary bodies at a 90 degree angle, okay, which forms a challenging aspect. As we have our natal chart that is set in stone, then we have transits that move around these things that affect our everyday lives. They are energy. They are magnetic fields that extend out to earth. They are just in general planetary energy, this thing's, this stuff's been studied for thousands of years and documented and refined and, you know, labeled and all that kind of stuff. Some people don't like it. Some people think it's evil. I think it's God's like machine. I think it's God's engine that keeps things running for people. The thing about astrology is, is, you know, these transits make stuff kind of happen. This think of the transit as linear time in a way, yeah. in a way. And as things transit through your life, they travel through the houses. Each house has a different meaning, which talks about where it's going to happen in your life. Planets and stuff, they're going to talk about how it's going to happen or the influence is going to happen. And then, you know, there's time in general when it could happen. You can, you can look in the future with astrology. You can look in the past and you can look at the present. It is a, in a way, a fortune telling thing. Now, let's talk about the destiny part real fast. Um, we still have free will, but things that we're destined to do will happen. And like it doesn't soul, matter. Soul contracts, like like soul contracts and whatnot. You Yes, you can think of your natal chart as your soul contract. That's a okay. great example. I'm not going to say they're exactly the same, but pretty much. Okay. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, yeah, so that point in time, that's always there. Then you have the outside will. That's the same stuff, the transit. And it just shows you where stuff's going to happen. The destiny part. You know, you're still going to get there. It doesn't matter if you take path A or B or C or Z. It doesn't matter. 
but the way you perceive these energies, because cosmic energy is neutral, it is not positive or negative. It can have positive and negative attributes. Your vibration syncs up with its vibration and where you choose to go is where you'll go. So you go down into the war part of your life where you're like, want to fight and you're done, or you'll go up into the action. You'll take action and you'll resolve your problems. So, I mean, that's kind of just as an example of how astrology works um, mm. in a nutshell. I mean, I, if you have any more questions, I'll do my best to answer, but um I know you asked just for the sun and rising and moon, but it's important. I mean, that's like a crash course 101 astrology for those that just don't know what it is. Okay. So, Emily, what are your three signs? I'm a Capricorn. My moon is a Libra. And I think my rising is a Capricorn, too. So, with those three signs, what are those three signs? What Are they... Two Earths and Air. Okay. All right. So with that, what would what would um like um I guess when you're reading somebody, what what would um with her signs, how would you describe her personality? Me? Okay. So that's how I knew when I got her chart. Well, I already knew before, but it validated it with her chart that she was extremely connected to, you know, earth, mm -hmm. earth energy. Um, and basically she has a double earth sign, which is clairsentient abilities, meaning that she has clear feeling in her body. Libra is an air sign, which is claircognizant. And it okay. basically will, and that's, that's a lot to do with it, but you actually, actually have to look at other aspects. Like you can look at Neptune, for example, Emily, are you okay with me sharing one piece about your uh, chart? Yep, go for it. Okay, so Emily has a triple conjunction in her 12th house, which again, I've just explained what that meant. Right. And I believe it's uh, Uranus, or people call it Uranus, okay? <laughs> and <laughs> Neptune <laughs> and Mercury, and it's all in her 12th house. So Emily has, I have astral experiences, I have dreams. Emily has more vivid astral experiences, bigger types of dreams. And the difference between me and her with that is, that's, I mean, she just... She's able to, to like get there. I'm able to get there fast with more earthly like stuff. And I don't normally deal with animals and stuff like that at this time. It's just something I'm not called to do as much. Do I see them sometimes? Yes. But Emily's more connected with that, with all that in her 12th house, because she's more connected to earth. Okay. Mm -hmm. With all that in her 12th house, she has that triple conjunction, which means that they overlap each other almost by the exact same degree. Mercury's the house of communication. Uranus is the uh, house of chaos and change and upheave. And then Neptune is the house of dreams and illusions. And mm -hmm. like, just like you think of the floating Neptune. So you combine all those three things in this 12th house of where we connect the most with the other side. I mean, there's other houses that have the ability to do this too. Just example, you take all three of those abilities. So chaos and change. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is it? Communication and like dreams and you put that in the 12th house that is emily that shows emily's ability to be able to do this type of stuff i can prove that somebody has everybody has psychic abilities but not everybody's going to get to that level of being able to really hone in on them they may just have a sixth sense most people need to shoot for just having the sixth sense you, not we everybody can't do that kind of stuff but we can do it and navigate our own personal life with it and with the way that I can read people's astrology charts, I can go in and pick out all kinds of stuff and give them a good idea about like, cause I'll do a reading before I even like a initial reading before I even plug in that information and see what I pick up about my client. Yep. But then when I get that, 
I can confirm and validate with them that, hey, this is what you have. This is what you have. This is what you have. Me and Emily didn't start really talking. Emily just reached out to me one day and offered to make me a logo. And I was like, oh, cool. That's really nice. Well, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to send you a necklace. And then we just kind of became friends, you know? Uh And one of the first things I did for her, because I was in the process of developing this and learning how to do this, is I did this for Emily. And Emily says that it's helped her quite a bit. It's helped her understand, you know, her abilities. So astrology is a very important thing. Um, It takes a lifetime to really master because you've got to think you have 12 houses, you know, multiple planetary bodies, depending on what you want to keep in there. And then you have 12 zodiac signs and you have different seasons and you have different, it's just so much Mm. that, that has a different mathematical, if you want to look at it in that terms, combination. So that's a that's kind of the nutshell for that (laughs) (laughs) that that's interesting um so so um i think i i might have told you the last time you guys were on but so i'm sagittarius Mm -hmm. actually you actually you told me that you sensed that i was sagittarius but so i'm sagittarius and um gemini moon and leo rising so yeah that's um your leo moon that's a fire sign that means that's why you're seeing stuff and like in your your space and i would have to know where your leo moon falls on that chart to give you more details but i'm banking the fact that you naturally will see stuff and with your with your moon sign and then your um oh the moon the moon is gemini Oh, Gemini. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought you said Leo. Yeah. Gemini's air sign. So scratch that. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's what I didn't know about. So I was like, I know I yeah. have two fire signs. So, cause the Sagittarius, I'm, I'm sad. My personality is Sagittarius and then yeah. the, moon, the moon's the Gemini. And then the, the Leo is the rising. Yeah. So scratch that. We're going to start over, take all that information, put it on your <laughs> sun sign. Okay. So you still will be able to see things. And then your rising sign of course is, you know, a fire sign. So you'll be able to really see things, but then you clear cognizant, clear cognizantly just know stuff. Very, uh, very smart. Like it makes you a very like witty, quick-witted person. There's not nobody that if you really want to get a word in on edgewise, you're going to get it. Okay. But also too, it's something that you may repress and hold back. Like you at times, like sometimes it might just blurt out and sometimes you just really stew on it but you get good plans and you're also able to actually pull in information much easier from the ether i call it the ether the ether you're able to pull in from ether yeah ongoing joke but um yeah you're able to pull in knowledge so you just know things it's like Mm -hmm. it's like and there's probably other things too i really strongly feel you're empathic so you kind of have all of it and uh, to a degree and it's all going to work in a system of however it's going to fit at that particular time during a transit and eventually if you really 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 wanted to you could you could start doing stuff it's just it's literally like just listening to your thoughts and learning to discern the difference between this thought this and you know interference and then what's coming from the divine okay i mean but yeah you're you're definitely uh witty because and, and but it's also too you you don't show people a lot you don't show people how smart you are. No, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. Because um, a, a lot of uh, perception about me is that I'm dumb from people that I know. So, <laughs> right. But internally, and and I'm not trying to bust your balls here, but behind closed doors, you're very much uh, in tune with what 
what you know. You know what you know, and you're confident in that. And but it, it, you do keep that in your private life. But the fire sign, you know, even with Sagittarius, that might be what kind of balances you out because you have fire and air. Think about it. You have fire and air. Well, if you add too much air to fire, what happens? If you more fire. Take, yeah. If you take away <laughs> that, you know, air, what happens? No fire. <laughs> no fire. Right. So there's a there is a, a balance between your night and day. There's a there's a there's a balance that you have to discern. Having that Leo rising sign though can throw kind of the double fire aspect where you're snuffing out that air. So sometimes you can let things get ahead of you. Yes. Um, and like that kind of stuff too. Mm -hmm. So I mean, just from those three signs, I can tell a lot about you, honestly. That's why, like, if you're not open to sharing your your astrological chart with anybody don't because certain people can I can I mean I'm trying to be kind of funny here I can in a way peer into people's innermost thoughts and feelings just being intuitive and a psychic but I don't do that because it's intrusive mm -hmm. I don't do that unless I worry about somebody's intentions towards me you know like in a in a not necessarily online setting like in a personal like my personal life setting or uh, somebody asked me to so, right. I mean, you can do that, but if you give me your astrology chart, I'm still not amazing. I still consider myself a baby astrologer. I'm not like the amazing luminary Luna beams astrologer. No, but I, <laughs> I, I really try hard and I'm trying to learn and I've been learning for a long time, but I can see your soul. So don't give me your chart if you don't want me to see who you really are. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we still got to do silly, but right. No, I know. Uh, we still got to do uh, the the reading that we talked about last time, so I would like to yeah. I would like to do that. Obviously, we're not going to record it, but um, yes, I would like to figure out when you uh, want to do that because I, I I'm interested in doing that. So, would you want to do it on your channel, or do you want to come over to the dark side with lights at midnight and do it there? Da 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 da. -da. Your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come over to you okay. that's fine um so emily how did the how did uh chastity's reading for you how did that help you uh with your so it actually helped me identify my strengths and once i understood my strengths it was so much easier to practice them and hone in on that and because of that i feel like i have grown so much like without that i definitely would not be where i am right now Awesome. That I I'm so glad you guys met each other and I'm so glad that I met you guys after you met each other. <laughs> Cause this has been Absolutely. fun. Yeah. It's great to meet, you know, super awesome, cool people that kind of, you know, it's like I, we're meeting our tribe. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Essentially. Um, so I don't know if I asked you guys last time, but do you believe in Bigfoot? Yes, I've met him. You did? <laughs> yeah. Did you shake his hand? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> well, tell me about it, please. <laughs> so, okay, I was doing a meditation while I was talking to my friend, and it was just, and Chas, you know who this friend is. You did a chart for her, but... um. Basically, I kind of wanted to see what was going on with her and I was meeting her guides and then we kind of had like her guide was training 
a, I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, one of her guides was training a spirit to work with them. And I offered to work with them too and have like this comradeship thing. But so while that was going on, I was doing this meditation and um, I met, I call it a Sasquatch, but y'all call it a Bigfoot. Oh, I call them both. To me, it's the same thing, really. But yeah, it was really cool. And it was funny because I was like kind of on a cloud and I was like, wait a minute, are you Sasquatch? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, no, because I was like, am I hallucinating? But then I was like, no, I'm in a I'm in a meditation. Like I had no intention to meet a Sasquatch or anything. I was just trying to focus on her stuff. And then the Sasquatch thing came in and I was like, yo, this is so cool. But I learned that they're interdimensional and they can phase in and out of our plane. So yeah that's the ongoing (laughs) that's the ongoing thing everybody's like oh no they're uh flesh and blood no no they're paranormal but like to be interdimensional you don't have to be just paranormal or just flesh and blood you can be both Mm. that's that's how i look at it anyway i have not seen a or met a bigfoot so i that's intriguing (laughs) <laughs> the whole time I've been sitting here and I'm like tenacious D such clutches my daddy and <laughs> me that was like my son's favorite part of that whole entire movie yeah. and oh, I know it's a little inappropriate for children but <laughs> they loved it. See it anyways uh yes yes uh, I mean, they actually went to a Tenacious D concert together. Uh, my, nice. my my kids with my ex wife, so that was fun. Um, yeah, but... there's a reason. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was going to say there's a reason Emily deals with stuff like that. I I can see stuff like that in a a distant perspective, but I don't let stuff like that get close to me because you can ask Emily. Like when I see something kind of outside of the norm, I automatically go into like I'm ready to take it the fuck out. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, you know, we had that happen when I went around and was like doing some energy work in and around her body. She was having problems at work and was sick and stuff. And I was like, it was her birthday. And I'm like, I don't want her to feel bad. I'm going to go pay her an intuitive visit. And I did. And for some reason, I I know this sounds super crazy. So y'all just flow with this. Um, I did like a circle around her body. And when I got to the back, there was like this black dragon that was just sitting there like this. And I was like, fuck. And just... So there's a reason Emily deals with shit like that, and I don't. So that's why we make a perfect couple. Well, we're yeah. not together, y'all. We we live apart. <laughs> we're just friends. Okay. <laughs> so I assume you don't astral project then, or oh, you don't yeah, try to. Do. Oh, you do. I do. I just um, it's it's a lot different than Emily's experiences. Like I don't, I'll go places. Like a lot of times, it's me doing work, in like astral realms for protection Uh and i mean i see creatures and all kinds of stuff but as far as astral projecting the only type of astral projecting that i normally allow myself to do when i'm awake is to help clients like sometimes it's like i'm flying through tubes in space like a Mm -hmm. literal literal tube that happens a lot more when i'm actually like on the verge of that in-between state but not asleep we're on the awake side and i can kind of trigger that in a way sometimes i don't have to at all but um yeah so like I uh I do it in a sense of like 
there's paranormal activity or something of the such, I actually astral travel to the location of the person and I can eat for their dreams. Like if somebody has bad dreams, it's like I can see their dreams through their eyes. Wow. Like a dream. I don't know if that's like a dream walker. I'm still figuring all this shit out, y'all. Please don't come for me. But like truly, like where's the, I mean, there's books for it, but where's the manual? Give it to me. You know what I'm saying? We are creating the manual. That's part of our mission yep. is to help create the manual for people so they can have assistance and understand how things work from our perspective. But yeah, like I'll see this the stuff in the client's home. It might be think of the further. You know what I'm talking about in the movie Insidious? I think it's called The Thir Further. It's kind of like that, especially when I'm dealing with darker entities. Mm -hmm. But if there's not really any darker entities around, then um, I'll see normal stuff, like the paint on their walls. Like my client that I just worked with, I could, I saw her room. I saw where her bed was. I, it wasn't flipped this time, Emily, though, believe it or mm -hmm. not, because normally it'll be flipped in reverse for whatever fucky reason. But um, I saw where her windows were. I saw where her furniture was for the most part. But I can't see people's belongings. Like, I see basics. Okay. And colors and uh, descriptive things and placement. And only time I'm ever, I guess you could say, wrong. Sometimes I get it a little off because things in spirit don't translate to things here in the physical. Because mm -hmm. you're thinking about another space so like if you got a room full of junk then you're not you know it's i'm not gonna see all your junk it's like i'm not gonna see you washing that dish or scratching your ass or anything so don't worry about that <laughs> but uh yeah <laughs> y'all know i'm off the chain a little bit sometimes tell me calm down if i need to but so how long does it take in meditation for you guys to project it's kind of like immediate sometimes oh really me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I wanna I kinda wanna try to do it, but I'm also cause so are do you guys ever get afraid of something um taking over your body while you're out of it? Um, oh. because I've had so many experiences where things have tried to possess me, but it wasn't because I was astral projecting. It's just because they're a-holes and they're like hey I think I'm gonna try to do this because I'm evil but it's kind of like you have to give the permission and as long as you fight back most times you're not they're not gonna be able to possess you but you have to be strong enough to not give up that's the key I got you at least yeah. I got yeah. you all right so I think that's the uh time for me tonight so if you guys want to come back on again <laughs> i would love to have you um obviously i feel like we could talk for hours last time we almost didn't stop so um anyways do you guys have any uh actually i don't know didn't and you know what i'm just gonna ask you because i don't know can't remember if i asked you last time because i haven't listened back and uh edited it so i'll ask you now do you guys are you guys feeling uh, fulfillment in the path that you are currently on? Yes. 100%. Perfect. I know it's my purpose, you know, and I've not been able to work due to like back problems that I have. And Emily's kind of, it's odd because Emily's in the same position, but what it's allowed us to do is focus more on this and help people. Like it's, it's rewarding in a different way than it is even in like just physically it's it's different than just 
helping somebody like in the physical, like helping them change their tire or just that rewarding feeling you get is rewarding on all three levels. And I mean, that can be two in the physical, but that's the only way I know how to describe it. It's like, I don't know. It's really cool. It's really it's kind cool of like not many people can do it. So it kind of has like that element of, I don't want to say it in like an egotistical kind of way, but it kind of feels good in the way that we're some of the only people that can do what we do, which obviously we want more people to be able to do what we do because we don't want anybody to be in danger and, you know, being under any hauntings, but it's kind of like you're one of the only people in a certain specialty and you do it well but then you also have like when you succeed the gratitude of the person you're helping in all that so it's kind of like I don't know it's kind of all that stuff too I just am happy if I can successfully help somebody with their issues yeah one of the hardest things for me it's 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 in a way it's hard but it's the inevitable one thing that everybody needs to understand is there's a reason we have darkness and there's a reason that we have lightness you know and that's one thing about lights at midnight (laughs) you know we understand that you have to go through the darker times to appreciate the light it's just you know some people get so caught up into what's happening and they may have abilities or they're they're creating thought forms or they actually have a legit haunting person haunted person haunted place haunted object you know and to see people have to go through that when they sometimes when people reach out to us they're not ready for what you know they need to do and therefore they stay in that lower vibration and that's some of the hardest parts of this you know and of course we want to help as many people as we can but we're only one and two people there's only you know we do this individually but we do it together so i definitely vibe with what emily was saying but i did want to give a contrasting statement because it's not all you know because we're dealing with constant bombardment of negativity when i deal with a client i take on their haunting haunting in a way Mm -hmm. like um some and i'll experience the things they're experiencing and i don't i haven't quite figured out if it's just spirit allowing me to do that or and it's not like just coming here because if it come here i'd start taking on all of that it's almost like i just experience what they experience i see things in my house like we have to deal with that kind of stuff too so there is a positive and negative to all of it okay overall rewarding mm-hmm. good all right so that's the show everybody if you uh have any stories or any, anything spirituality um uh any supernatural encounters uh you can get me at where the weird ones are at gmail.com or you can follow my instagram at where underscore the weird ones are ladies please tell the good people that listen and watch this fucking show where they can find you so you can find us on youtube instagram tiktok um facebook we don't have many people on there and twitter at lights of midnight podcast it's kind of different for each one though because i know like there's one with periods in between the words uh it's lights yeah it's lights dot at dot midnight for like instagram and i believe tiktok um we have a link tree so if you just want to go on link tree and type in lights at midnight if you can google us you can type in lights at midnight 
or uh, you'll, you'll see it. But if you type in lights at midnight podcast, we actually have our own little banner at the top, at least on my Google. Cause you know how daddy Google likes to make it just for you, but oh, yeah. you can, yeah, you can find us. You can definitely find us. Um, yeah, we have a YouTube as well. We're on anywhere you want to get your podcast from. So lights at midnight podcast. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time once again to come on to my little show here and talk to me about your experiences and astrology. I, cause I, I was a little like not 100% sure on the astrology thing. So, and I know we didn't really 100% get into your possession last time. So sure. um, I really appreciate you guys literally taking the time to, uh, to do this with me. So I love you guys. And I love the fact that you are here and uh, doing what you do. We love you too, man. You're doing like super awesome, big things. So mm -hmm. it's good to see that and like your comic book and everything. We're excited to see that. Miss Emily helping out with that. So thank you so much for having us. Yes. I am so happy that uh, Emily and I are, have connected and we are uh, starting this journey together. So um, hopefully uh, within the next year or so we can, um, have some of those comics out in rotation so all right that is that i'm gonna hit stop recording everybody stay weird this concludes our broadcast day click because in the end None of us have very long on this earth. Life is fleeting. And if you're ever distressed, cast your eyes to the summer sky. When the stars are strung across the velvety night. And when a shooting star streaks through the blackness, turning night into day. Make a wish.